Clive ntoza abantu ramatibela Kiona 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 netbank kiona kiona hala you know if someone just landed from the moon on earth they would think that pirates won the title no they haven't uh, but uh, let's just leave it there for now so asian stocks rising uh, from a month low and south korea's uh, one actually weakened after data painted a mixed picture of the world's uh, two biggest economies what's going on there um, Sakina, we had started to come through from the Chinese market on Saturday. It was uh, rather uh, very disappointing. And uh, in actual fact, if you look at the retail numbers themselves in the industrial production, they were actually lower uh, than actually forecast. Uh, and so this sort of uh, started us on a very bad tip. But what happened, therefore, was that the U.S. futures looked very, very strong. We saw also Japanese equities rally on optimism, obviously, that the sales tax hike will be delayed. Those news, you know, we've been talking about the sales tax now for about two years. Um, it seems like Shinzo Abe is not certain yet. When will it be the right time to actually hike these sales taxes? And if they do, how will the immediate economy respond to that particular change. And so what that did, therefore, was create a little bit of optimism. And thank you to the dollar, because it strengthened over the weekend, then we started to see the Japanese exports do relatively well because the yen actually weakened. The South Korean won. We're looking at companies uh, such as Samsung as well, who did relatively well um, uh, over the weekend. And so they started this week, this morning, early hours this morning, very strong. The MSCI Asia Pacific Index gained about 0.8%. And also, if you look at... Uh, the uh, uh, Hong Kong Hang Seng Index that also rose by 1.3%. The topics in Japan also was up by 0.9%. So all these currencies, uh, the shift in currencies and the strength in the dollar then helped these particular economies who are emerging and even some of the developed ones to do relatively well and hence we are in positive territory this morning. And speaking of doing well, Africa's growth prospects are still great, Clive. However, if you look at the slow global growth and falling commodity prices, it's, it's making it hard to present as an attractive offer, isn't it? It is, but what is interesting, uh, SK, is that we, we had a very good, within the sub-Saharan uh, uh, region, we had a very good uh, foreign direct investment over the period of 2015. It increased by almost 5% which means that there's still a lot of projects that are going to be taking place and money is still being pumped into those particular areas. We know about the dam, for example, that's going to be built. We know about infrastructure and rail infrastructure that's going to be taking place. We know that uh, 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 Transnet is involved in that. And what this paints a picture of, and this is a report by Ernst & Young, by the way, uh, it shows that there, even though there are still deeply concerning uh, situations, for example, which you've just mentioned, the, the slowness, of the global economy, uh, the ongoing stagnation of, in most developed markets, uh, the lower commodity prices as well, and, and higher borrowing costs, but still money is flowing. So what that tells you is that there's still a lot of prospects for Africa to do well, despite all these negativities that are surrounding the African continent. So that is a positive story. And then um, I know you love the story, the uh, Uber uh, rival in China, Didi. And you were yeah. talking to us about uh, them last week where you were telling yeah. us Apple were investing in um, a Didi. Was yes, it? they were. Yeah. A billion dollars. A billion dollars. So what's the latest on that story? The latest is that now they're planning to, to list. Uh, this company is called Didi Shushing. Sakira, hey, you must come up with better names. It's Uber, it's Didi. What's next? Uber.
Cheetah. <laughs> or Bugsy. <laughs> so, anyway, this company, Sakina, is going to be offering its public offering. What is interesting is that Uber had similar plans, but they helped, they put a halt on them, and they said that they were going to see what happens first. But now these guys have overtaken them. And not only that, they have stolen an American investor to help them to do the listing. We know for a fact, for example, they're going to be listing in the United States. We don't know which exchange yet, but they will clarify that as negotiations continue. They're already talking to sponsors. They're talking to different banks and auditing firms. They've got a consulting firm that's already starting the negotiations. Oh, man, this is going to be massive. This is going to be one of those uh, that Apple does well. And what I think this is going to do, because it's going to be a turnaround with its capital, Apple will still be relevant and will still probably be able to maintain its status as the biggest company in the world. This is what innovation is about. This is what you do when you have money. You invest in future ventures, things that are going to put you on the market, and Apple is doing it again. I think this is something to look at. And Sakina, let's, begin, let's take that money for the stock sale and put it there. In Didi. Into Didi. In, into Didi. Eh? Okay. All right. <laughs> Well, sounds like a plan. We'll see how much we can spare there. Absolutely. And that was our market analyst, Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela, back again tomorrow, same time.